You like forget the county. Hey, we yeah, in here, man. We in ain't no countdown. Can I be real then? Like we always hear, we got a guest. It's sponsored by Heights Districts, Heights Districts downtown Dallas, man. If y'all need any content, um, they got different several rooms, man. We recording the studio. Check out Heights Districts, man. But today we got a special one for you. We got Mr. Anton Lucky in here, man. How you doing today, brother? Man, I'm good, man. I'm blessed to be here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How everything been going, man? Your name been ringing bells in the city, man. We've been hearing a lot about you, man. You know from. From 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 kiddo yeah. to to Bruce Wayne to, to to Anton Lucky man like 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 talk to talk to us can about we that man. can we just yeah. talk about how man look it took a lot of work not fast to get this fast to get you in here for one facts. and uh, even through the day wow you know what I'm saying like it's been facts. a lot of lot of, lot of progress man that we didn't have to go through to get to make this moment happen so I definitely appreciate yes, you we appreciate you do man for real because the stuff that boy. Yeah. Nah, yeah. man, I appreciate yeah. I appreciate y'all for having me, bro. Uh, yes, we I know we had been trying to connect. I had been traveling, had a lot of stuff going, but man, I'm blessed to be here, man. I, you know, anytime y'all call, I'm yes, coming. Hey, you we, know? we appreciate you, man. Yeah, we appreciate you. We appreciate you. I, I love the, I love the hustle, yes, man. Sir, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You talk about the hustle, you know, and I know you kind of skipped over that first question, <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? And you like you like uh, you know I love, the, but you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like tell us a little bit about that story though, man. Like like because I know you know you do yes. a lot in the community, you know yeah. what I mean, and, and and now you're an author. But you know, I know you know it's, it's a process. It, yeah. You ain't always been so, nah. like you know, if you could you know touch on a little bit. You got a lot of yeah. names too, yeah. man. <laughs> like, I'm gonna try. I don't, I don't know what name hey. to call you. Hey, and hey. I just want to say that on camera, I ain't want to wear no blue. So that's why I got this this on. It ain't really just because I ain't nah. want no flashbacks. But now nah, we, hey, nah. we got a lot of yes, names, sir. boss. Yes, now, nah, man, look, look, now nah, I um, written from East Dallas. Yes, sir. Uh, born and raised. Um, my father was locked up when I was when I was nine months, man. And I remember just growing up as a kid, I ain't had my father in the household. And then um, my mother was working, you know, she was the provider, mm-hmm. but she closed the door on the relationship with my father. When he got locked up, she was out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she wasn't gonna write no letters, she wasn't gonna <laughs> do no, you know, none of that. Typical some of these yeah, mothers yeah, today, yeah, you know. Yeah. But my mama, she, she closed that chapter right, and so for me, I put like a lot of my talent in the school, man. Believe it or not, I was a uh, talented and gifted student, straight A student, honor roll student, and I loved bringing them good grades home to my grandparents because they were my primary caretaker. Mm-hmm. And so they would praise me, right? And then out of my, all of my cousins, I had a big family. The luckiest in East Dallas was like probably the biggest family in East Dallas. And I, none of my mother, Amy's, Uncles got married, so all of the kids, all my cousins had mm-hmm. luck. We had the biggest name, oh, wow. biggest yeah. game. What part is that? Uh, projects, Frazier Court Projects, yeah, bro. Got it, got it. And so we had a big name. So I, all the other kids, you know, back then, it was, 
we, we can't, you know, we started getting with Smith's Chiefs. It was a lucky game. But before that, I was on a road student. My grandparents were my primary caretakers, man. Uh, and I just love coming on, being a smart kid, you know, That's bringing right. home good grades and being blessed and, and, and praised for that. But no amount of praise, right, was a match for growing up in East Dallas at that time uh, and South Dallas because the neighborhood was caught. It, it, was, it was about survival. You know, everything was about being the roughest, toughest, you know, all that good stuff. And so quite naturally, the love for my grades, for the praise and all that stuff faded away because I had to make a choice, right? Uh, just speeding through it. I had to make a choice. You know, we were going to school in South Dallas, so mm -hmm. of course when you go to South Dallas, yeah, you're going to fight them kids. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. And in our neighborhood, man, growing up, like, East Dallas had four or five neighborhoods that sat around us. And as far as I can remember, all those neighborhoods had identified with the Crip gang. Mm -hmm. You know, all of those Crips, uh, you know, it's like late 80s. Uh, it was all Crip gang. Yes, so when we go to school, we just, you know, just naturally mm -hmm. we fought. Uh, we fought. Man, I remember, I remember amputating my personality, right, to become what the neighborhood said I had to be. Mm -hmm. You feel me? I remember. I can remember, like, when my grades started sliding. I can mm -hmm. remember when... Getting home each day consists of two things. Either how fast I can run, depending on how big the crowd is, mm -hmm. or how hard I can fight. You know what I'm saying? And so that became every day for me mm -hmm. and my cousin, you know, because we were going to Percy Anderson, which was in South Dallas, mm -hmm. right? See, yeah. Percy Anderson. Percy Anderson was rough back then, yeah. bro. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you went to Percy, you did all hey. this. Hey. You did hey. fighting, bro. Hey. 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 You know that Percy Anderson, man, you fighting every day. Yeah. You know, that was just the norm, mm -hmm. right? Just fighting every day, man. And then I remember, like, you know, just suppressing my genius and my smartness and my love for school with and substituting yeah. that with. Fighting every day, cause you know mm -hmm. you can get crucial, yeah, you get you yeah, get caught slipping, yeah, yeah. you know. And, and for me, especially at Percy Anderson, mm -hmm. right, the bus left at four o'clock every day. So at four one, mm -hmm. four not four two. If you if your class is on the other side of the school, you got literally one minute to make it to the bus, and that's sometimes that was mm -hmm. impossible, mm -hmm. right? And the bus just left, mm -hmm. you know. The bus driver just left. He just took off, and so. We had to, then that became a journey. How do we get home? How do we get yeah, from Percy Anderson to the house? Back to East Dallas, yeah, and you got to yeah, South yeah, Dallas yeah, neighborhoods, yeah. man. And that became every day for me, bro. Mm -hmm. and so one thing led to another. I mean, that, that became my life, you know, yeah. growing up uh, in East Dallas, neighborhoods surrounded by Crips, having to suppress who I was to become who the neighborhood said I, I needed to be. That became my dream. Let me let me ask you something about that, man, because I know a lot of times kids feel like, you know, I got to live up to this name. I had yeah. a conversation with my daughter last week. She was talking to me about going to a party and peer pressure, right? Yeah. And she was saying how she may not do something, but she'll fake like she's doing it oh, man, to I'm be saying. cool, right? You yeah. know what I mean? I'm like, you don't have to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because I was the type of kid, I didn't fall into peer pressure, right. but it was around me at the same right. time. Some of it I did, but... Right. I kind of was able to maneuver, like talk about that when you it's, mean like how you had to amplify right. your your personality and, right. and what what that meant to you at that time. Man, I never forget, man. This 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 
white person. Because I told, I was talking, I was giving the talk one time, and I said, man, some kids are just accidental gang members, right? Mm-hmm. And they like, how? This, I remember this white person along the lines of you saying, how can you be accidental white? How can you be an accidental gang member? I said, let me get, let me paint you an example, and this kind of speaks to the peer pressure, right? If I come out, if I come out of my house, right, and I look down the street, and I see ten people stomping, ten people in blue sweaters stomping somebody with a red sweater on, my common sense is gonna tell me to go put on a blue sweater. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's real. That's real. Now I'm in the game. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's it was many, it was many, it was many dudes and females that grew up with us who weren't gang members, you know, who weren't trying to be gang mm-hmm. members, but just by the sheer fact that they lived in that area, they, they wore that jacket. Mm-hmm. And so, and they suffered. Now you gotta imagine, okay, I'm not a gang member, mm-hmm. but every time you go to school, some opposing gang person charging you up and, and then kicking your butt, mm-hmm. you know, or jumping on you. Just at some point, you're gonna be like, okay, yes, I'm gonna have to respond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and a lot, and, and unfortunately, it's like that for a lot of our kids mm-hmm. who grew up in, and communities like we grew up in, you know, they don't they don't wake up in the morning and say, "Hey, I want to be a gang member." Mm-hmm. Hey, I want to represent this. Mm-hmm. It's you know, if you, you look out the door and you see that's happening, survival survival yeah. skills survival. gonna kick in. It's survival of the fittest. And so a lot of things happen like that. So I can I can relate when your daughter's saying, "Cause it was for me." Like I was an A on the road student, but I would hide that mm-hmm. from my friends and my cousins. Mm-hmm. I hid it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Because I understood smart kids got bullied. Because yeah, we bullied the smart kids. Yeah, yeah, you feel me? Yeah. And so you can't say what a person won't do and yeah, how strong yeah. the pressure is yes, to be socially accepted. Yes, sir, that's that's yes, stronger sir. than the drugs. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just to be socially accepted. So yeah. you'll find yourself doing some stuff that you, your core self don't normally or wouldn't want to do, mm-hmm. but you're doing it for survival because mm-hmm. you want to survive. Yeah, yeah. And it's just a matter of how much you do and how far you go in. Cause mm-hmm. Sometimes we, we stay on the edge of that, but it can pull us our way in. And before yeah. long, you'll see somebody standing in front of a judge or somebody yep. at a graveyard yeah. because they couldn't pull it back. Nah, that's real. That's real. Yeah. So I know, I, man, I just, I want to, how, how you y'all be named? <laughs> <laughs> how you y'all be named? Man. Bruce Wayne, about this, Batman is one of my favorite characters. So yeah. I'm, I'm very, you know yeah. what I mean? But I, I understand. I'm gonna if that's tell you, the same, if that's the, if that's the same concept. I'm gonna tell you how I got Bruce Wayne, right? So, and I go back to going before I went to prison, but when I when I got out of prison, I had made this whole 180, 360, whatever you want to call it, transformation in my life, right? And I came out wanting to do a lot of the positive stuff that I'm doing now. But every time I would meet somebody and I say, kiddo, right? They had a story, good or bad. Whether they knew me personally or they didn't know me personally. I can't tell you how many times when I was in jail or when I was in prison and I'd be sitting talking to somebody who was talking about me. And to my brother be sitting talking saying, Hey man, you know, me and Kiddo and Rainbow and Clay man, man, we used to do this and do that. And I'm sitting listening. He he telling me how we used and I don't even and so when I got out, it was the same thing. Every time I met every time I would meet somebody, they had some kind of story. It was a story connected to to the name, whether they knew me or not. And so I said, man, I got to get a fresh start, man. So I came up with Bruce Wayne because Bruce Wayne was the, uh, he was a, a businessman by the day. He was trying to save Gotham by night, right? Yeah, yeah, he was a cape yeah, crusader, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so and, that kind of became my life, you know what I'm saying? That's a character. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was a businessman, but he was trying to save Gotham. And so mm-hmm. I looked at myself in terms of 
me coming back trying to save my neighborhood and save mm-hmm. the people, et cetera, et cetera, that moniker fitted me. Mm-hmm. With, I got some people right now, like if you told them my name was Kiddo, you told them my name was Anton, they would argue with you mm-hmm. because I got so much stock mm-hmm. in this. I got 22 years, 23 years of being Bruce Wayne. Oh, wow. So, so being Bruce Wayne, doing the, you know, the yeah. community activism, the right. community work, like, I, I know you said after you got, you know, out of, out of prison, that's right. what you started doing. Like, how, how was that journey? Like, what am, I know, you know, probably your struggles motivated you to do mm-hmm. it, but like, to start, like, I can't yeah. even imagine, like, getting out and like, boom, I'm just finna go start, you man, know what I'm saying, got, working with the community. Man, you gotta understand this, like, when I got, look, when I was standing in front of the judge, right, mm-hmm. May 7th, my daughter was born, my first daughter was born May 7th. May 21st, I was standing in front of a judge expecting to go home. I had already made a commitment that I didn't want to be to my daughter what my father had been to be. My father did 37 years flat, day for day. So I typically grew up without a father. Mm-hmm. And I know how I felt as a kid, right? All those emotions. And so I didn't want, so I was in this stage of thinking about like, I don't want to, I don't want my daughter to feel that. This is mm-hmm. my first child. I don't know, you know, I don't, it's no manual on being a parent. Yes, sir. But I didn't want to, I didn't want to be that. And I'm thinking I'm going home. Two weeks late, May 7th, May 21st, a judge told me that I was a minister of society and I, I, I deserved prison. And I remember when he said it, everything slowed down. It was, an old, it was an old white judge, white hair, I'll never forget. And in my mind, right, I started saying, but judge, you understand, like, I'm from East Dallas, man, you gotta be hard on me, you can't be fake, that ain't really who I am. I'm really a smart kid, but I just had to do that to get my- but the conversation never came out of my mouth. It was just in my head. Mm. And I remember going back to my cell, right? Uh, and going and going to prison. I wanted to know, like, how in the hell did I go from an A on the road student mm. to a judge calling me a minister to society, right? I wanted to know that. Mm. Because while he sentencing me to prison, and I pro- and I did some stuff in the neighborhood, but when, while he sentenced me to prison, I'm afraid to go. So just think about that. Mm, the judge deep. saying, you a menace to society. You deserve to be in prison. And I'm sitting up here afraid to go because I don't know the, I don't, yeah, all of the yeah, unknown. Yeah, you yeah, feel me? Yeah. And so I go back into my, I go back to my cell, right? And I, and I wanted to know the answer to that. I wanted to know like why I did that. And right when I went to prison, Tupac had just released and he had that song, Living Down in LA. And that's all I listened to mm-hmm. Tupac. He was the prophet yeah, to me. Yeah. And so, when he said in that song living out in LA, he said, This verse right here stung me, right? Because going into prison, I when I asked that question, I wanted to be real with myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to fake. Mm-hmm. And so uh Tupac said, Learn about the West Coast, thieves and C's, the mother do copycat, thieves the G's, right? Mm-hmm. And so for me, right, as I'm looking in in that mirror, man. That's a bar too. That was a bar. Yeah. 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 You can't let that slide. That was a bar too. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Man, yeah. I'm looking in that mirror, man, and I'm saying, when I'm thinking about my neighborhood, right, I'm saying, because we didn't talk about this, but I'm saying, we became bloods, right, because we were watching what was happening in California. Mm-hmm. Because you got to understand, Texas and Dallas, they're going to probably be mad at me for saying this, but we, we never had a solid identity we always watched what was going on. We was always influenced by the East Coast or the West Coast, and we'd be 100. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to even listen to Cal- we gonna listen to what's happening in California, mm-hmm. or we listen to the East Coast. We didn't have no music mm-hmm. scene back mm-hmm. then, so we got all our style, everything. It was a mixture, mm-hmm. if I'm being real. Mm-hmm. And so for me, when Colors came out, 
mind you, we, we were fighting these dudes who were already Crips. Mm -hmm. And so when Colors came out in the movie theater and we seen that, we were like, whoa. Like, so we supposed to be the opposite of these mm -hmm. dudes because we fight. And that's, mm -hmm. how the, that's how it happened. Yeah. Like me and my cousin, man, we started the Bloods based off that. Mm. You feel me? We yeah. just said we're going to be the opposite. Yeah. Nobody from California put wow. us down. We just said, man, we've been fighting these dudes in these other neighborhoods mm -hmm. for so long, mm -hmm. we're going to go against the grain. Mm -hmm. And at the time, it was 100 Crips to one blood. That was that was the numbers. Wow. When we started. And man, I'll never forget. It just pow, mm -hmm. It just blew. Mm -hmm. And I remember we had two we had two friends off Keith and Polk, Tennessee and Pooh died in nineteen ninety four. And we did the funeral, right? This one I knew it had it had blue. Mm -hmm. When they when they did the funeral, it was a double funeral, right? Both of them in the cast. And I remember me and my cousin they were going to this funeral, right? And we had on red shirt, black dickens, red uh tuck tails, flagged up real hard. And we were kind of nervous about mm -hmm. going into this mm -hmm. funeral home like this, right? Because we thought we were being disrespectful. Mm -hmm. And man, I never forget Sandy Clark. We opened the door. The whole funeral home was flamed up. Everybody had them mm -hmm. red, right? And you had blood from, from far as Plano, Garland, white, Mexican, Puerto Rican. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about, yeah. it, blew, it blew our mind, yeah. right? We were yeah. like, whoa, right? And so we come into this situation, right? Double funeral. Everybody was everybody was dressed in gang paraphernalia except they mama. Mm. But sisters, cousins, <laughs> yeah, brothers, yeah, everybody yeah, else. Yeah. It, yeah. Hey, it was like some off the movie mm -hmm, color. Mm -hmm. it, it, it was topping yeah, that. Yeah. And I'll never forget, man, we were going down there better, man. We were just, you know, it was like yeah, something out the movie, yeah. right? And we get to the graveyard. This one I knew. When we get to the graveyard, and after they put him in the ground, all of these bloods who came from some from Cali, some from Rich and Garland, and different to my we had never seen mm -hmm. nobody yeah, no white or no yeah, Mexican yeah. or Puerto Rican mm -hmm. gang member yeah. right and then all of these bloods right and, they, and it was deep was 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 paying homage to me my cousin and my partner right they were asking us you know they was like we mm -hmm. the OG that like mm -hmm. we called them because they had a lot of them had heard yeah, about yeah, us yeah. right and they just mm -hmm. you know and so they they was so at that point I realized how much we had influenced the whole gang yeah. culture in terms of yeah. everybody wearing red, right? Because it was like, we better, and we we teenagers, mm -hmm. and everybody saying, what we doing, OG? Following your lead. And we saying, man, we finna go, we finna yeah. go, we finna go mess the city up. Mm -hmm. We finna go paint the city, yeah. right? We finna go, yeah. we, this me and my cousin and my, and my partner saying, man, we finna go hurt some people. Mm -hmm. Let's go hurt some people. Yeah, yeah. And so, man, and I never forget, Every police car, I think, in the DPD unit had watched this whole film. Like, mm -hmm. every block was police cars. Mm -hmm. They didn't mess with us. Yeah. I mean, we swung yeah. down the streets yeah. and blocked off traffic. They, just, they, do they just letting us do it. And, and when we got to the graveyard at Lincoln Wood, we got to the graveyard, you had police all over, man. I'm talking about mm -hmm. everywhere you mm -hmm. can see. And we ain't even thinking about it. We like, man, we doing up like a movie, like a movie, bro. And so look, so so I say to the dude, I said, look, let's meet up at the car wash in East Dallas, and then we gonna hit we gonna hit every crib set in Dallas. We finna make them pay. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And say, bro, that was the plan. And then everybody was wired up and crunk, and we left out that graveyard, right? And when I tell you, every car that came out except the hearse. Got pulled over. <laughs> wow. Say, say every car. I already knew what was up. Say, yeah, yeah. 
today, bro, me and my partners talk about that. We said, boy, that was only God, yeah, man. Because if we would have made it back to that car wash, mm-hmm. it would have been a lot of people. Not it for real. Everybody yeah. got pulled over, had yeah. guns on. Yeah. And it, we were like, man, there's going to be a lot of people who were going to be hurt. But God, God intervened. Yeah. But that's when I knew, like, it had, it had, it had got big. Yeah, yeah, man. So I know, like, you talk about it, it getting big, right? And it it get big, and then, you know, you, 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 you go, you know, you get locked up, you go to prison, and then all of a sudden now you out, right? No, we got, but in prison, because I think this is important, in prison, bro, I got to say this, right? Yes, sir. When I got to prison, uh, Man, it was it was it was crazy, but but mind you, I'm going through this transformation in my mind, right? Uh, Cause I wanted to answer that question, mm-hmm. and so uh, before I denounced my gang, right? Because they wanted me to call shots mm-hmm. in prison. I got there, everybody was like, "OG gonna call the shots," mm-hmm. you know, blah blah blah. Cause I had partners who who had been locked up ten, mm-hmm. maybe fifteen years. Yep. Who weren't even out there when we started the game? Mm. But they had—they just put it down. They just picked it up in when prison. They got, in, they got locked up. Yeah, so they had been hearing about all the stuff we were doing in the streets. So when I got there, they wanted me to call the shots. But again, I'm looking at myself, saying, "I got to do something different." Mm. You feel me? Yes, sir. And so, one day I was coming out the child hall, and this older inmate stopped me on the uh, coming out the child hall on a bowling ladder. And this brother was from Houston. He was 15 years older than me. He had probably been locked up by 10, maybe 12 years at the time. And that brother walked up on me, bro, in 1997. And he said, he said, little brother, let me talk to you. And I stopped, right? And he said, little brother, let me just say this to you, man. He said, man, I've been paying attention to you, bro. He said, all these brothers in this prison, they pay homage to you. They fall out of place. They do whatever you ask them to do, mm-hmm. they want, they want, you know, they want to be around mm-hmm. you. They want to be you. And he's, yeah, and he said, and I'm, I'm 19, 20 at the time, then he said, he said, look, bro, if you can lead these brothers to do wrong, within you is the same ability to lead them mm-hmm. to do right. He said, you're a leader. And I had never heard no words wow. like that. You feel me? Wow. And that, and that took yeah, me back, right? Yeah. Because his brothers, I had never paid attention mm-hmm. to that. I never paid attention to the brothers Falling out of place mm-hmm. and all the stuff mm-hmm. he was saying. But at that point, he started to, this brother started to mentor me, bro. And I started to work on me. I started mm-hmm. looking in the mirror saying all of the cognitive distortions that I had, I started addressing them. All the ugly stuff that was that was in my soul, mm-hmm. I started addressing yeah. them. A lot of stuff I had to be accountable for mm-hmm. because I, I I made those choices, right? And so I, so I denounced my gang in prison. I started studying. And before long, I had brothers who were just around me, right? And so I was bringing Crips together, Bloods together, you know, it was just different people, right? Because I started teaching and I started, I'm talking about I'm 19, 20 years old, bro, mm-hmm. but I'm so studious. I'm reading so many books, magazines. I'm not subjugating myself mm-hmm. to the prison. Like, I did three, six. My partner and them, mm-hmm. they didn't even understand it. Yeah. How, like, how long? How long were you locked up for? Four and a half years. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Say so my and my and my partners were like, whoa, but I was so serious mm-hmm. about getting myself together, bro. Mm-hmm. And so I started uh, bringing these brothers together, right? And um, and I saw on a micro level the power of when you bring men together, mm-hmm. squashing like 
the BS, yes, the stuff that we can do. And so that kind of led me to to this work. I've seen mm-hmm. it happen in prison. I've yes, seen sir. brothers come together in prison who hated each other mm-hmm. like blood. When I left that prison, I swear to God, when I left the prison, I had blood, crips, who became brothers. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. And I was the least confident. Yeah. I was the one that brought it. Mm-hmm. They became brothers, man. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like, like this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I left saying, man, I'm going to get out there and make sure no young mm-hmm. person has to make this choice. That's how, that's how I thought of this work. Oh, man. Quick. Is it 30 minutes? Yeah. All right, we still got, we still got something. Uh, it's the battery. Yeah. Right? yeah. All right. Yeah, the battery. I don't know how I did. You did? You worked? You worked? I don't know how I did. All right, it's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. We got, we got. You good? Oh, yeah, I'm you good. You got my little... You need some... How much more time you need? Man, well, hey, y'all good. Okay, okay, okay. I'm good. Have a time y'all need. Be good. Hey, because this is getting good, man. For real. Yeah, like, nah, like, watch, like, like watching a movie, man. Like, for real, man. Nah, we good, man. How much time y'all got? Oh, man, we good. We good. We good. We just make sure you straight. So, All right, boom. Camera scene just so I can get it on it when I can hear the 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And I can edit it from there. Let me let somebody get it. Okay, yeah. Let me let me. I like it, Michael. That one. I appreciate it. Shout out to the plug. Order my silk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's our other guy, too, man. Yeah, yeah. We shot him out, too. Order, yeah. order my silk. Scoot it over yeah. to the uh, right a little bit, Mike. Just okay. right. Scoot it over to the right. Is that Wayne Kamoji? Yeah, I'll go over there. Let me get that first bubble. Yep. Countdown. Five, four, three, two, action. Boom. Yeah. Um, so we went from, you know, you as a child to you know you, you growing up, y'all y'all you know gang life, going to prison, and 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 getting out of prison, right? Like I know you talked about having a mentor in, right. in prison, right? Right. How important was not even just having a mentor in prison, but now that you had a mentor in your experience, that how important do you think it is to have a mentor? That's one of the most important things that uh, that I advocate, no matter where I go, the importance of having a mentor. You know, somebody who who care enough about you to pour something in you, you know, mm-hmm. to, to to take your hand and lead you, man. Having a mentor is, is probably one of the most important things in doing this work, man, mm-hmm. because you gotta. That's your accountability. You gotta mm-hmm. have that. You know, had that brother not saw something in me mm-hmm. and not not pour into me, mm-hmm. I can't even say I'd be sitting here yes, because he he planted a seed that was that was well he watered a seed that mm-hmm. was planted and nurtured that seed right and mm-hmm. it grew into this. But you gotta have a mentor uh, when you're doing this. I'm doing any kind of work. You gotta mm-hmm. have a mentor. We live in a society now where. Uh, uh, People are slow to acknowledge those who pour into them or who came before them. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a I'm from those who I believe in paying homage mm-hmm. and recognizing yes, and giving sir. props to yes, the sir. people who paved the way. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Yes, you, if you if you don't know where you've been, you definitely can't know where you're going. So you gotta you gotta have people who who've been there who care enough about you just to give you give you some information. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, so mentor is important. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
I know, I know, uh, bro, I keep my bed. Nah, nah, go, every go time ahead. I see you, man, man, look, 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 we got one name right now. We got, we got one, one name. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got yeah. two more. Yeah, nah, face, face, face. Uh, I, but man, cause you know, like when I when I when I'm here, like, cause you know, we always talk about doing like motivational speaking and motivating right. and being positive, and you know, a lot of times we we have conversations and it's like, like you said, we we feel like man, we got here by ourselves and we poke our chest out yeah. and we, but it's like man, you gotta look back and pay homage to right. the people who helped you, cause. Like he remind you always said, bro, we can't do it by ourselves. Right, like right, and like right. just how we got here, man, it's just, you know, a little bit about our stories that, you know, he's been asking me for about a year. Yeah. Let's do this podcast, let's do this podcast. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like one yeah. I, I not answered this dude phone call for like two months. Cause I'm <laughs> I, I'm stuck in my I can yeah, do it by red. myself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Cause yeah, I know what, once I commit, yeah, he he gonna be, hey bro, we gotta do hey, you yeah. know what I mean? But yeah. I had that. I can do this by myself. I can do this man. by myself. And I'm I'm learning now, man. It's like you can't do it by yourself, man. Right. You can't do it by yourself, man. So that's that's important, man. But you said one more thing, and then bro, I promise you. Next question, bro. We gonna we gonna pick a rock scissors for the next one. I'm just gonna turn to you and go. I know you're talking about reading, man. Yeah. Um, out of all the books that you read, what's like the one book you know that you'll say, man, if I can just only have this one book to read, like what's that book that that that. That's that's your book, you know what I mean? I got a couple of them, but I narrowed down to one. Uh, Make You Wanna Holler by Nathan McCall was was one of the books that I read that really opened my mind up for all of the other books mm. that I've read. I mean, I, it's a lot of books that that, that I think foundational. Uh, but Make You Wanna Holler by Nathan McCall was one of those books because Nathan McCall grew up in Portsmouth, Virginia, and he went through the same transformation that mm. I went through. I mean, when I read his book, it almost felt like he was telling my story. Mm. And to hear, you know, he went through the same stuff, went mm. to jail, da da da, got out, and then and went to working for the Washington Post to teaching at uh, Emory University wow. in Atlanta, man. Wow. That brother did a 360, man. Started out just like I did, right? When I read that book, that just that opened my mm -hmm. mind up. And mm -hmm. I read, uh, I know you said one, but uh, reading Autobiography of Malcolm was definitely one of those ones that I read that. That I, I prescribe for any black man uh, who trying to do something yes, different, man. Because Malcolm gives you the blueprint of going from Detroit Red to debating with some of the best mm -hmm. scholars at Oxford. So I look at those were like those were like blueprints that I that I use. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. listening to their story gave me that that motivation that that encouraged me that I wasn't defined by my zip code. Mm -hmm. I wasn't defined by the mistakes that I made, that it was really about my promise. Yes, sir. And, and, and and so those books opened me up, Think and Grow Rich by Dennis Kimbrough. Uh, not the Napoleon here, yeah, but yeah, Dennis yeah, Kimbrough. The Black Verse. The Black Verse. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, definitely yeah, that's, that's a good book. book. Falsification of the African American Conscience by Al Amos Wilson was a good book. Uh, and it's a lot of books that I read. Man, I read over like 14, 1500 books when I was locked up. Gotcha. And so that's important. Whew, man, and, hold and on, Look, say, look, I promise. I probably read three, four, five. Say, <laughs> I read a lot, but I, I, I rarely finish. That's hey, my problem. I used to read so much 
that the brothers in prison used to come pull me from the table. One brother pulled me, the other grabbed my book, and they'd be like, look, you gonna bust your brain, you gotta go outside. I didn't learn how to play dominoes, I didn't know how to play cards, I ain't ain't do none of the stuff that was ritualistic to prison. Mm -hmm. I used prison as college. I said, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna educate myself, because I was so set on making sure that I leave out of here better than what I was when I came. This was gonna be college for me. And it became college for me, seriously college for me. And it helped. Yeah. Hey, oh yeah. That's what's up. That's that's major. So how you how you make that? Because I even from just what we know in the outside prison is like a different. That's a that's a completely different beast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just that's a that's like a gladiator gladiator sport. So it's like how do you how do you stay focused in the, in the midst of it? You know what I'm saying? Oh, Cause you know you got all these rappers that yeah. go and they yeah. Oh, you know what I'm saying? They, man, they in PC or whatever, whatever you know. Yeah, they tell you a fabricated story, man. This one, I, one thing I know about prison, man, and I want the baddest, other toughest. Make no mistake about it. Uh, but prison, man, in prison, bro, it's one of them kind of environments that if you want to fight, oh, you can find a fight every day, all day. If you, if you say, I want to fight every day for the next six years in prison, oh, you going to get that. You're going to get that, right? Mm-hmm. And prison humble you, man, because... You you know you learn that hey man, you know you, you want to jump out there. You got somebody gonna jump out there. You learn you ain't the baddest. Yeah. And I've seen little bitty do. I'm talking about so prison that kind of. But but for me though, right? I said to myself, right? I said, man, if I if I can dedicate my life to hurting people for the game and willing to die for it, then I can dedicate my life to helping people. And be willing to die for it, right? I said that. I said, like, I'm old. And you got to understand, denouncing the gang in prison takes care of Because yeah. the gang is what protects you in prison. Like, prison is, is separated and segregated by gangs. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, it, but for me, right, I was so, I was so committed on change because of the information that I was learning and the information that I was sharing. I was so committed on that that I stood on that, man. And, and brothers, really accepted me because what I understood too, what I learned later was, like I said, I want the baddest, but what I, and no one did the baddest, but what I learned was the strong rule the weak, mm. but the wise rule them all. Hey. You feel me? The strong rule the weak, but the wise rule them all. So it was about this. So while most yeah. people were working out and building like their money, yeah. <laughs> you see I that on Instagram. Yeah, I was working this muscle right here. I, this the muscle that I was working yeah. at because it was brothers that I know to knock them out in one punch, right? But they were more afraid of my, my what I would mm-hmm. I say, how I can embarrass them just because mm-hmm. my 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 articulation and all that kind of stuff. And I knew that, like that brother would rather rather you rather have a fight with you than you say something that. Say, man, this right here is a weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I worked on this, bro. I really worked on that when I was locked up. Yeah, they say they say war the started and oh, ended man. with words. With words, man. With words. And, so, and I and I was and I was teaching, right? I was really teaching like everything that I was learning, I was sharing it with the brothers. Mm-hmm. You know, like I had money on my book. And in prison, like that bucket right there. That's what we spread in. That's what we cook the food in. Mm-hmm. And so, I would, I would, since I had money on my books, I paid for the food. In prison, when you eat with your people, mm-hmm. you throw it in trash, right? Which I felt was stupid. I'm like, why? 
we pouring this in trash. I know this guy over at home. Mm-hmm. You know, but he ain't a part of your set. He ain't mm-hmm. part of your gang. He ain't part of your race. Mm-hmm. And so what I started doing, man, when they were like, we, we spread, I was just walking around the dorm, say, bro, you hungry? Mm-hmm. Hey, bro, you hungry? And that was something like, yeah. that one that yeah. one stuff you do. Yeah. That's how the norm. And through that, man, I started making friends. I started, you know, because ain't nobody going to turn down no conversation. That's real. That's real. If they, if they ain't got no money on their books and they eating out the, out the, out the yeah. chow house, yeah, yeah. Or you Let come with that. a suit. Yeah. Oh, they Let gonna me get that. No, but I started real. talking to people, mm-hmm. right? I started talking to people. I remember I had a friend. He was the head of the Aaron Nation, right? This dude had tattoos, bald head tattoos on the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. Lightning bolts, swaps for good. He even had a tree on his arm with a man hanging. I'm assuming it's a black man. <laughs> but, but that's how far he was into that into the in the A A A B, right? Mm-hmm. Aaron Brotherhood, Aaron Nation. But me and him started talking, right? And I used to see brothers, cause, cause at this time everybody loved me. Everybody mm-hmm. wanna be around because all I'm doing is challenging brothers mm-hmm. to be accountable, mm-hmm. you know, to be men and be mm-hmm. real men to challenge the the start because prison you got a bunch of dudes in that line, mm-hmm. you know, uh playing like they pimps and players and and everybody <laughs> sitting around lying to each other, you know, lying or something. And I and I had a for me, my tolerance for BS had, it was gone. Yeah. And so I'm I'm telling brothers about man, hey, we gotta be accountable, we gotta do this. And so I'm in the corner talking to this brother, Avery Brotherhood, Avery Brother. And what I started realizing was that we had a lot of stuff in common. Mm. That these these barriers and these labels, blood, crib, this, all this stuff prevented us from being real mm. men and real fathers mm. and all that good stuff mm. and being accountable. Mm. So when you strip those labels, you just got a vulnerable man. You just got humanity. Yes. And so me and this brother, so I looked at this brother, he had tattoos all over his face, right? And to the untrained eye, he looked menacing. Mm. But when I started to get to talking to him, what I realized was those tattoos was not that he was a menace. Those tattoos was to scare you off. That was mm. to scare you off because he had a little boy that was in him that was afraid. Mm. You feel me? He put on the tattoos just in the yep. same way as I put on the gang yep. stuff yep. to protect me. Yeah. And so stuff like that, man, I just started learning, bro, and mm-hmm. started sharing mm-hmm. with other people in, in an instance to get us to be real men, responsible men, and not be succumbing to the BS. Mm-hmm. So what you feel like like hurting us right now? Is like, well, hold, we, what we, let's change his memory card. Uh, oh, no. Sorry, we good? We got, we got, uh, 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 Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, we, we forward on this, okay? What about the other one? Uh, Which one? This one over here? I want to know Hold on, where the other one at? I had another one. A little small one. A little black one. The black one I took out, the other camera. Oh, right we need here. to go faster. We need to go faster. Now, uh, we good. He just... I didn't know that you were coming up that fast. Okay. Well, it's not, it's not, it was, it's not very hot. Oh, right here. Yeah, it was short. Oh, it was short. Huh. It was just seeing huh. food. Oh, watch that. Cook. I, I maxed out the time he hit the stop on the record. So, you good? Yeah. You want to know the price on this? All right, we're going we gonna to go. After I put this one in, we're just going to go. Uh, we're going to go into the book. Uh, we're going to go into the book. And then we're going to go into the end of the segment. We do a... 
a segment at the end called Can I Be Real? Yeah. But we're going to ask you like three questions and you just get a real answer. Right. One of them, I ain't going to lie, one of them going to be a little, little silly, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, a little off the wall. I ain't even going to lie to you. Man, y'all can't be asking OG Bumper Jones. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, look, though. Look, though. Hey, look, though. Look, though, bro. So we had an episode last week. We folks, nah, it's about a month ago. And we said, uh, I asked I asked my boy, would you rather be born again as a, um, what did I say? Born again as a white man or live the rest of your life as you are, something like that. And he was like, nah, I'll be regular like right now. But my boy said, but when I was little, <laughs> I wanted to be white. <laughs> well, it's so funny. I said, bro, hey, no. Nah. We boy, had all, all superheroes, bro. Who we had back then? My boy said. Black man. Hey, but it was funny, though, bro. That's all we had was black man. That's it, bro. We didn't have that back then. We had black man. I wonder if it's Nah, for real. Yeah. real. We were limited. Very. We recording? Yeah, we recording now. It's, it's live. I right, just give us one more count in, that way I can, uh, I'm gonna sit your glasses on top of you. Alright, cool, cool, cool. What's in this frame? What's in this frame? Right. I mean, what's in this frame? Oh, no, you're good. You ready? Five, four, three, two, action. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> huh? They say card error. Is this a fool? Oh, that's a new one. He, he got, probably got a Yep, so don't worry about that one then. That one, that one good? Yes. All right, so do this, Carlos. You just going to have to, uh, now nah, pick it up and uh, come close. And since we're not going to use that one, and when he's talking on him, and then when everybody's talking, Turn. put it on us, yep, and then right. just move. So you can come as close as you want because that one's not going to record no more. Just making your time. Why can't you switch the menu um, Because we use you all that. Yeah. You got to reformat it, yeah. yeah. And then the other two in, in there. So we can go on that one real quick. We got like 15. All right. Are you ready to look? Let's roll. Good. Oh, yeah, I'm good. All right. So now we done, we done, we done touched on, um, on, on Kiddo. We done, we, done, we done touched on Bruce Wayne. Yeah. You know what I mean? But now, you know, we, we, I think we at the point to where Mr. Anton Lucky, man, the author, like, yeah. How's that journey like? How, how did you even become like? Did you just wake up one day and say, "Hey, I'm gonna write a book," or like, is something you've been wanting to do? So is this Man. the home? And before, is yeah. this the final transformation? So oh no, 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 no! That's not the final. This is more. So we got another costume. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, that's what's up. Nah, but I looked. I, I had a uh, man when when I started doing this work twenty two years ago, man. And I was first. I got to give a shout out to Bishop Omar Jawar, the late great Bishop Omar Jawar, who was my spiritual guy, big brother, and mentor, right? When we, when we connected um, doing this work, I noticed like it was something special about what we were doing because we had always advocated for brothers like us, you know, for brothers in general, brothers who, who, who come out of neighborhoods, for brothers who had struggled. We always advocated for the brothers. We always said that we needed brothers yes, to be looked at in a different light because most people had said us as black men were the problem. And we we kicked off and we connected saying now black men are the solution, right? And so we always advocated for black men. And I knew we were doing something special. Like mm -hmm. all the moments that I had with Omar, man, uh, I knew it was special, yeah, man, because yeah. 
One, nobody in the space advocating for black men. Yes. You know, nobody advocating for black boys mm-hmm. the way we were uh, way back then. I never forget, we was in, at the White House, right? And Omar was making a pitch, and he was saying, because we were using ex-felons, mm-hmm. we, didn't care, mm-hmm. we didn't care about what your past was, about your future. So, and I remember this white lady, this old white-haired white lady said to Omar, she said, so are you implying that you guys use felons to work with kids? Because we believe yeah. that the OGs be the mentors, mm-hmm. right? And Omar said, without even hesitating, he said, man, with all due respect, it was probably felons who made the kids. Nah, for real. You feel me? That's and real. everybody fell out laughing, right? That's for real. That's you feel me? Because those law, laws and stuff that people make up, you, we understand mm-hmm. safety, but we believe, I believe mm-hmm. that all of us, like we were talking about a while ago, Brother, all of us have something to contribute. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Yes, that whatever you went through, whatever you went through, mm-hmm. God made you go through it so that you can give it to somebody else. That's right. That's that's your medicine that mm-hmm. you give to somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, you having a conversation with if I had somebody when I was a young person who didn't have his father in his life, who was growing up in a violent neighborhood, if I had somebody to grab my hand and say, Look, bro, let me walk you through this terrain. Mm-hmm. Don't step right there, cause that's a landmine. Step right here, because I've been down this road, man. I think I probably would have been a little bit further than yeah, what I am. Yeah. And I think for our neighborhoods and our community, our kids have to see brothers like us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yes. we don't have to be special. We don't yes. have to have no special mm-hmm. powers. All we have to do is share what God put in us to share. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Us being able to model, I mean, to model and embody the type of brotherhood, the type of manhood that kids like I was need to see. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of young people in our neighborhoods right now who need us, who need a blueprint. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? But society that made us look at them, all them kids, they too dangerous, they too this or they too that, and we done bought into it. Mm-hmm. And we got some, we got some, we got some gold that we supposed to be giving to them that they ain't, they ain't mm-hmm. getting because we ain't, we ain't moved. Wow. We ain't moved out and said we, we gonna do this. We gonna do what we need to do. Opportunities follow action. You know what I'm saying? Period. That's that's a boy. My granddad used to say that all the time. Like opportunity, like you can't you can't just sit around and just yeah. think something going. You got to put some motion into it, and then what they call it success is when opportunity meets. Uh, I mean, preparation meets opportunity. You know, that's that's when you're successful. So you know, you always got to be preparing for something, and you know, working in the community and working with kids, it's it's it's. I used to look at it as like, man, it's a hard job yeah. until. I started seeing myself as those oh, kids, yeah. right? You know, yeah. and, and and I know you do a lot of work in the community with, with kids. What's one of the biggest challenges that you see right now with working with the youth today? It's not enough men, uh, not not enough of us who are modeling the type of behavior we're trying to put down. You know, mm-hmm. most of the time, oftentimes people think that kids want to hear their stories. That's not what it is. It's not that kids want to hear stories. They hear many stories. They want somebody to walk with them. And a lot of us, for whatever reason, don't believe we qualify for the assignment. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest problem, man. We don't See. believe we... Co- it's a lot of kids, young people out here who are growing up in homes where their father's not present, just like mine, they're in prison, or the strained relationship between the mother. And they crying out for help. Mm-hmm. They crying out for somebody. That's why they're acting out, because they crying out because they need that attention, they need that love mm-hmm. that they not getting. Yeah. And, and when we're not giving them that love, by the time they get 17 or 18 years old and they've been neglected for so long, they're non-empathetic, so they can take a life like this mm. because they don't have love or they, ain't, they haven't got the nourishment mm-hmm. 
to be able to love another human being. Yeah, yeah. That's the job of us. Yes, yes, yes. That's why I'm on this path that I'm on because I understand it's our role, it's our job to push past the stuff that keep us from connecting as men. Yes, sir. You know, being vulnerable and connecting as men. For me, seeing you as my brother. Yes, sir. Like, I walk in this space, y'all my brother. We yes, ain't got to know each other. Yes, sir. We locked because we brothers, yes, man. Sir. And that's what we, and we bond yes, from sir. that. If we can, if we can embody that to other men, saying, hey, man, it's your responsibility. Hey, man, let's do this. Push past this this tribalism or gangs or neighborhood. Like, mm-hmm. I grew up in this neighborhood. So I don't mm-hmm. mess with them. Mm-hmm. That's killing our kids, man. That's killing our kids. Why they can't see black men working together and, and, and loving on each other and that be the model? That's yes, why they're killing each other. Because we, 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 we are, in essence, showing them that it's okay. Mm-hmm. Because ain't nobody saying, hey, man, let me, let me show love. Yes, sir. Not unto my brother, but let me show love to this young person. Yes, sir. I believe we start showing love and it's not biased. Mm-hmm. It's not geographical. It's not if you, yep. then that's yeah, when our yeah, neighborhood yeah. will break free because our kids need that. They need to look. Yes, I've yeah. seen numerous of times where kids, and you can't write them out, mm-hmm. where kids who I can look at a young person and in my mind say, nah, he ain't gonna make it. He be the one to make it. That's or I can look at a young person and say, they gonna be successful. That be the one to go to prison. You never know. You never know, not for real. So it's, it's on us to, and I got a lot of young people who who were teenagers when we started this work. They 30, they grown men mm-hmm. and women now that when I come see them, like when somebody asks me like, man, what's success for you, you know? And I answer that by saying success is not in material things mm-hmm. or what I accumulate or nothing like that. Success is defined by how many people that you come in contact with that say they life better because they met you. So every, every, where great. I go, I'm trying to find somebody to enrich. And people look at me like I'm crazy because it's, it's, it's not this culture. Mm-hmm. I don't have no motive, I don't have no agenda. Brother, I just want to see young. A little brother, hey man, you need to make this right decision. I love you. Yes, sir. You feel me? Yes, sir. We gotta start doing that, yes, man. Sir. Yes, sir. And so I wrote this book as a blueprint to that. It's Got the it. journey of my life going from incarceration to activism, doing this work. I left out of prison. They said to me that you got an X on your back that you're going to go back to the streets and sell drugs, da-da-da. Mm-hmm. And I said, if the X is what keep me out of opportunities, then it's my job to make the X be what get me opportunities. Mm-hmm. And I got out of, I left out of prison saying I'm an ex-felon, yeah. and, da, 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 and that's yeah, what qualified that's me. That's what qualified you. Know. So now I walk in a room, yeah. white house, in a house, yeah. and it's understood. You know, it's, yeah. I'm not hiding it. Mm-hmm. I'm not... Mm-hmm. I don't shrink to that. Mm-hmm. That's just a, that's one chapter yeah, in my story. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's many, hey, it's, it's many more. It's many yeah. more. It's many more. It's many more. It's many well, more. I've been, been tapping. Hey, you know, hey, this is good, man. We've been yeah. tapped in, man. We've been oh, tapped yeah. in today. Right. Like, man, Listen, we, yeah, hey, this, this, I, I'm going to be honest, man. I, I should have just got my notepad in. Because <laughs> right. you said so many yeah. quotables in here, yeah. man. But, man, we appreciate you for coming through, man. But before we end this show, man, we always do it. We got our segment, yeah. the Can I Be Real segment. Okay. This part of the show, man, we're going to ask you a couple questions, you know, and we just want you to get the realest answer possible, man. Before y'all do that, man, let me say this on camera, Yes, man. sir. Uh, man, I really appreciate you, brothers, yes, man. Sir. I want y'all to keep doing this, bro, because... Hey. These type of platforms where y'all doing this is what we need more of. Yes, and don't ever feel like like you ain't, this is where it starts at right here. Yes, but we yes, need sir. many platforms, many brothers like y'all who are really trying to get the right information. Yes, we got sir. all the other uh, BS, BS yeah, out yeah, there. We yeah, need yeah, this, yeah. bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, yes, sir. And I, I, I appreciate y'all. Too, man, it usually be more 
more dialogue. Yeah. But I just been real life soaking up game. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Exactly. And I feel like real. this was was needed for a lot of people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. definitely. And man, you know, like we said at the beginning, this it's been it's been a struggle, man. It's been a learning, not a struggle, but a learning. It's been a week, trying, yeah. Try, yeah so, yeah. so you know, just trying, like, but like just sitting here now in this moment, it make it all worth it, man. man. You I, know I, what I mean? It make it, it make it all worth it, man. So I appreciate. you. I'd rather be doing this than anything else, yes, bro. Sir. You yes, know, sir. and then I, you know, just to see y'all doing this because I understand how important yes, it is. Sir. Yes, sir. Like when me and Omar start out, and I be quiet. Well, me, me and him, me and Omar met in 2000. We just had a idea and a vision of us uh, starting this organization and doing the work. Right? We didn't, we didn't have no money, just rice and beans mm-hmm. and, and Williams chicken for the kids. Mm-hmm. We didn't have nothing, bro. Wow. You hear me? Wow. And we've we've grown that company. We've grown that company to. I have probably about 30 employees. Oh, wow. Uh, 10 which of upper management um, uh, and, that, and it started from nothing yes, sir. across yes, sir. the country yes, sir. you know the whole and God has been real good man you know you just got to be faithful bro and stay mm-hmm. when nobody else don't see the vision you just yes, got to keep going yes, sir. Yes, sir. it started right yes, here bro yes, just yes, keep sir. pushing yes, yes, because look it's a lot of anything that becomes successful go against the grain yes. see it's a lot of other podcasts and there's a lot of other talks that's all about the BS, yes, right? Sir, yes, sir. The name of this is Can I Keep It Real? Yes, so you're saying, I'm yeah. trying to be, uh, trying to be that's real. different. So yeah. you're going against the mm-hmm. grain of what the culture yeah. doing right now. But in a minute, it got to turn to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You feel me? It got to turn to this. So in essence, you probably be ahead when you mm-hmm. probably think yeah, you just you getting started. Yeah, yeah, you feel yeah, me? Deep, so I'm just saying, keep, yeah, keep yeah, pushing yeah, this, bro. I appreciate that, man. You know, keep and one thing we try to tell people, man, because somebody asked me like, man, why y'all naming this the Can I Be Real podcast? You know, this like I told them, man, like, it ain't about being real, like I'm real, I'm right, tough. It's right. about being real with yourself. Authentic. When you look in that mirror Authentic. and you see who you are Boy. and you proud of that person that you man. are and you can look at yourself in the face and say, Boy. man, look, man. I ain't lie to nobody today. Boy. I ain't cheat on nobody. Yeah. I ain't get over on nobody. Yeah. I did everything I was supposed to do. Man. And I'm real with myself. So, man, Boy. we appreciate you coming through, keeping it real, man. But like we said, it's about that time. We're going <laughs> to hit you with these questions. Okay. Come on, bro. I, I, I ain't got no rhythm, bro. Yeah, let me get my rhythm right, bro. I always. I know one thing, though. <laughs> Come on, bro. I got to get these joys because they match my they, books. Oh, man. Oh, man. Hey, somebody snap a flick. Hey, I got to get those, man. You just gave me my outfit, man. The month of July begins <laughs> with the dark bus ride through my <laughs> old neighborhood. Yeah. Hey, if you need an audible reader, if you ever need an audible reader, I got you, man. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Met this girl that was Brazil, man. I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And they cater, and they and they very cater. Hey, that's, you know, hey, that's, that's, that's we can have, have somebody come on the screen when you say that. Yeah, like, they whoa, very, they do. Nah, they very cater. Yeah. I'm telling you, especially to uh, to, to to black people with a different races. Yes, yeah, yeah. white black black yeah, men. Probably, yeah, yeah. 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 What it is? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The melanin, yeah, right? The melanin. It's the melanin. <laughs> it's, it's the stardust. Hey, Brazilian women are beautiful. No. Nah, yeah, let's go. Nah, yeah, uh, I got one more, then you can go, man. So my last one, man, okay. is if you can go back to any year in your life and change one moment, what moment would it be? Man, probably be when, um, for me or just for in general, just for your life, like as a, you know, was I, mean, I wouldn't have turned that right on the stop sign yesterday. I know I wouldn't, man, because hit a pothole. That's a whole nother story, but yeah, yeah listen. Yeah. Man, I think I go back to, um, I lost a friend um, mm. to a drive-by shooting with a good friend of mine. Um, Sorry for And it was a drive-by shooting that I orchestrated, that I recruited him for, and he lost his life. I never forget having to tell his mother uh, what had happened, man. And that was, that was the worst day of my life, you know, living with that, yeah. having to, tell his mother he won a gang member he just did it because i asked him to if i can go back and i, I live with that if i could go back and change them i changed it I, I would he was coming home from work i would have not flagged him down mm. i changed it i live with that every day i feel like i'm directly yes, sir. Yes, responsible yes, sir. for that yes sir if i change that sorry about your loss too, yeah man. yeah well Hopefully, hopefully you lighten it up a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to try to. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Okay. So, hey, that's kind of. Yeah, yeah. But look, I got. I do got to ask you. Okay. In prison. Yeah. What was your biggest lesson? My biggest? And it it can be the smallest lesson that has the biggest impact or it can be a huge lesson. Now the big, the biggest lesson for for me in prison was really understanding that I had the power of choice. I, that everything that I had, everything that happened to me up until that point was a was an accumulation of choices that I made. That I had the power to make the choice, make a choice. Like when I said I'm, a, I'm I'm denouncing the gang. That was just a choice. When I said that I was gonna come back to my neighborhood, those are choices. Oftentimes we don't think that we have choices, that we don't have the power to choose. But we do. I learned in prison that the devil has no power over you. All he does is whisper, whisper into your conscience. But you have the power not to respond. That was a, man. When I learned that, boy, I say it was on. That was the biggest thing I learned. As small as that is, that was the biggest thing I learned that that the devil, a bad idea, can only just whisper to your conscience. But you got the choice to respond or not, the way you want to respond. When I learned that. Everything else was downhill for me. That's the biggest lesson I learned in prison. Last last question, man. I thought it was gonna be a pretty good one for you. Three things. What's three things, three things that can help us as a community, as black people, black men, black since men. we all leave? What's three things? Three things is uh really unmasking the fact that that we've been taught to be hard versus being vulnerable. I think black men have to learn how to be vulnerable uh, and not hold everything in because these ideas that say you got to be tough, you can't cry, you can't do this, I think that's killing them. So that, uh, 
supporting each other. We have to definitely uh, learn to support each other. And then forgiveness. We got to learn how to forgive mm -hmm. without expectation. A lot of times we won't forgive even the stuff that happened to us because we expecting somebody to mm -hmm. respond a certain sure, way. Sure. But forgiveness is not about the other person. It's about you. Sure. Mm -hmm. So if you say, man, I forgive and truly mean it and understand that, you free right then. Mm -hmm. But oftentimes we, we ask for forgiveness because we want somebody to say, I'm sorry. Uh, mm -hmm. I didn't mean to do it because mm -hmm. we expecting something. Mm -hmm. But we just gotta, we gotta be able to exhibit true forgiveness where we forgive and just let it go. So those are three things I think that support uh, that, that that we do as a as a community. It can take us far. Can I be real? Yeah, that's a, that's a wrap right there. Can I be real? <laughs> hey, it's been another live one, man. Yeah. We here with Mr. Anton Lucky. Yeah. Heist Districts. Yeah. Mazi Game. Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Got, you know what man, saying? Bruce Wayne is my favorite. Let me explain why before we before I, I, I yeah, got to yeah, explain yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for me, Batman has been was the greatest out of the whole, yeah. in my opinion, Justice League. He had no mm -hmm. power. Yeah. No physical power compared yeah. to the whole rest of the league. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But he was the most dangerous. Mm -hmm. He had something to lose. Everybody else yep. kind of yep. stacked yep. up, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. he the only one that's normal, but the most dangerous. He had to use it. <laughs> he had to use that. He had to, he had to use, use that mind. He had to use that mind. Hey, Crusade. Appreciate you, Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If you can let the people know, man, where they can find you at, how they can order the book, mm -hmm. uh, how hey, they can man. follow you, you oh, know. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Hey, you can follow me on at Anton Speaks on all social media. That's A-N-T-O-N-G-S-P-E-A-K-S. -E and then you can get this book anywhere books are sold, whether it's Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Walmart. You can walk into your uh, area book, so I guarantee they're going to have it on the shelf. And I do have it in Audible, so you can go on Audible if, you, if you're not a reader, you just want to listen to it. But you can go get this book, and I promise you, you're going to be blessed by what you read on these pages. Man, I wrote it in a way specifically for you. Uh, it was followed by my big bro, Deion Sanders. Uh, it's definitely a great book to read. So y'all go check this book out, man. Y'all heard what he said. It's forwarded by his big bro, Dion. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes, Oh, Sanders. I, I just heard Dion, bro. I just heard Dion got excited, bro. I'm like, it's me, bro. You know what I'm saying? I got my book coming. <laughs> But man, we definitely nah, appreciate, appreciate you. Thank y'all, man. And, and, and let us know whatever we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever we can do, man. For real. Now nah, we locked. In. Look, we locked in. I promise you, y'all. This right here is the start of a relationship. Yes, sir. We locked in. I'm already in my mind saying who I'm gonna hook y'all up with. Yes, sir. You feel yes, sir. Me? Yes, sir. Because I know I'm seeing y'all doing this. Yes, sir. Out the mud, man. I got some brothers uh, and some people in the network, man. That that I'm gonna introduce y'all to. That's gonna. You know, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Tighten us up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that's what it's about. Yes, sir. And I will if I got something in my network, bro, yes, I'm sharing it. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Because yes, I believe we better together and we can we share and meet and connect. Yes, sir. We all help each other. Yes, sir. Be better, man. Yes, so I got yes, some sir. people, man. Y'all keep doing what y'all yes, doing. We appreciate you, man. Anytime y'all need me, I'm coming. Hey, hey, we're going to have you back on here, man. Yeah, we're coming back. Hey, because Al ain't enough. We need I need Because I still I just, I really do want us to just have but I feel like. Your message was so up here yes. that it, it was no need for man. a conversation. Yeah, At least yeah, not yeah, now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come back and get uh, you. I'm back. I, you really yeah. pick your brain because I'm yes, a little Bruce Wayne myself. Hey, maybe we can yeah. do like a like a day with you, man, in your community, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 and yeah, just sure. and just, you know. Say, man, listen, yeah. I'm telling you, we locked in. I'm yes, telling y'all, we I really I didn't know what this was, but I really appreciate what y'all doing, bro. And I want to say however I can help. 
However, I can help. I'm telling you, you got my word on that. I'm yes, just, sir. can I keep it real? Yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all got my yes, word sir. on yes, that. Hey, and on that note, <laughs> can I be real? Yeah. Dang. Yeah, dope.